In this episode of the podcast, I'm joined by Caleb Kramer, and we'll be talking about the origin of the Bent Out of Shape podcast. I uh, hope you enjoy. Alright, so for those of you who don't know, uh, me and Caleb are actually like really good friends. We've known each other for a while, basically grew up together. Uh, we went to like the same elementary school, high school, and yeah, we're still pretty good friends now. So Caleb, say what's up. Hi guys, um, I'm Caleb Kramer uh, from London, New Hampshire. Um, yeah, Ridge and I go way back, met each other when we were five years old. Um, it's been It's been pretty fun ever since. Nice, nice. And uh, what... Caleb's also the same year as me in college. Uh, we'll both be juniors this coming fall. Yeah, so I go to uh, Denison University. Um, it's a small liberal arts school um, in Ohio. Uh, pretty similar to Bentley, uh, but yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, um, Caleb, thanks for coming on. And, you know, I've, a lot of people, all right, so a lot of people have um, come up to me and they've asked, like, who is this Caleb Kramer dude on the podcast? Um, because, you know, if you look at the, you know, podcast cover, you'll, you'll see presented by, you know, Regan Zalas, myself, and Caleb Kramer, so, I guess we'll kind of be talking about, like, you know, what the, what the deal is, and where Caleb has been, and, like, why he has been, like, the, air quotes, like, co-host of the podcast. Yeah, that must have been pretty weird for people to see my name, uh, on the album. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, yeah, yeah, they probably thought I was, like, the ghostwriter or something, or, like, maybe your agent. Well, because, I don't uh, know. So many people were like, oh, does this kid go to Bentley? Like, how come he hasn't done a podcast with you? And, obviously, you don't. Um, and I, I would explain the same thing every time. Like, I, I like it was our idea together. Um, yeah, so, like, a little, a little origin, I guess. Um, me and Caleb, actually, we were driving to, like, Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. From New Hampshire, which is, like, an eight-hour drive. And while we were, like driving um we just had like great conversations we would listen to some podcasts and we kind of had the idea. this was back in like 20 2020 yeah 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 like early 2020 um even before covid and or like before it you know blew up i guess mm-hmm. but um we were like why don't we just make our own podcast and we kind of you know kind of thought about like the you know the details and things we want to want to talk about and this is something like we both had the idea together um, eventually, like, you know, we took a while to, I guess, get it started, and this is something I really wanted to commit to, and Caleb, like, I mean, um, while he had, like, other commitments, you know, he was definitely, like, supportive in there, but, uh, something that, you know, due to time or other commitments, he, like, couldn't really commit to, um, but I still wanted to put him as a co-host, someone who I started this with, and, yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate Ridge giving me, uh, some credit, even though I, I've really not done anything for the podcast up until now. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, like, hearing our origin story, because it's kind of cliche, like, two two guys just randomly being like, you know what, we should do a podcast together. Yeah. But, you know, like, usually those fall through, and on my end, it kind of fell through, but Ridge, Ridge kept kept the ship going, which I, I respect. Um, yeah, so I, uh, why I initially was interested as well as Ridge, um, is I had a little experience doing podcasts, uh, Senior year of high school for a senior project, uh, me and my friend Max, we did shout a... Out, shout out Max. Shout out Max. Uh, yeah, we did a sports, or more specifically, basketball podcast called Hoops From Home. Um, and I was kind of inspired to do that because I've always just been really interested with podcasts, love basketball, thought it would be a fun little project, and I had a great time doing it. Uh, obviously, with 
just the, the day-to-day grind of being a college student, it's hard to really commit time to having a, a side project like this. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool to be a part of this. And one of the main reasons why I thought Caleb like was one of the best people to start a podcast with is because you did have that experience of, oh yeah, I made my own podcast. Like I think it, is it still on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, it's still on Spotify. Yeah, so, from home. Yeah, I mean, it was for them. It was just a project. Well, this is kind of just more like casual, something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he knew how to get it on Spotify. He, you edited pretty much like all the podcasts, um, and like knew how the, like re- recording worked. So yeah. you know, you obviously seem like the most. Qu- I mean, not like qualified, but like you knew what to do, and I had yeah. literally no idea. And I remember to get the to get these podcasts on Spotify. There's like a way, like a specific way you have to do it, and I texted you and asked you like how do how do I do it like how do I actually get it on there like do I have to pay or whatever, and um yeah so like without like honestly like without like your help um it you know probably I probably would hit it like a, a wall and I wouldn't have been able to like record and actually put these out there. So, well, I'm I'm happy to help. Uh, yeah, like, and shout out Anchor. Uh, Anchor the so, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, the sponsor. I did a lot of research to figure out um, when I was when I was prepping for my Hoops from Home podcast. I did a lot of research on a free platform that let you upload podcasts, have some control on how you're uploading it to like major feeds like Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, but the thing that a big thing that like held you back with free platforms, it's it only, it limited you to like what like two three hours of content that you could upload before you started paying, and like that kind of sucks. Like. The nice thing about Anchor is, like, it's unlimited. It's still free. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I would say this isn't sponsored by Anchor, but it actually is. Anchor, yeah, Anchor's the one who's, who uh, sponsors this. Oh, let's go. Yeah, and, like, they're the ones, like, uh, like it is monetized mm-hmm. now, which is something I, like, didn't really think would happen yeah. so quickly and something I didn't really, like, care about too much. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Anchor. And honestly, like, so you could, you could listen to Who's From Home or whatever, and it's funny because... They, their specific um, topics was the NBA, just basketball in general. And we actually recorded one yeah. about, um, was it the Jordan documentary? No. Yeah, so Ridge was a, a guest on uh, our last episode um, going over the last dance. And that, that honestly was the best episode uh, we, we recorded. Um, and that's why I knew Ridge and I, like, we would definitely have uh, a good time doing a podcast just of, like, natural chemistry. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Like, and that car ride, I think, was huge because... The eight hours, like, obviously getting there and, like, whatever, like, you know, hanging out or whatever, that was fun. But the car rides was, like, pretty memorable because we would just talk about whatever and we would listen to podcasts. And something that, you know, it's funny because, yes, I do a podcast, like, I start a podcast, but I'm not a huge podcast listener. So I'm like, all right, Caleb, like, I, you listen to these more than I do. I kind of have no idea how these go, what um, they kind of talk about, like, intro music, like, what I kind of want to do. And I know now so many people in college um, start their own podcast, mm-hmm. which is which is sick. Like yeah, I think I think it's, it's really super cool. cool. And I saw I saw um, a post. It was like guys guys saying that they want to start a podcast is the equivalent of like girls trying to start like an OnlyFans. I don't like what? <laughs> <clears throat> no, and it was like a post saying like oh yeah like all guys like oh yeah I'm just gonna start a podcast yeah, I'm yeah. gonna start a podcast and they never do. And like I in the post it was like oh yeah. Some girls uh, will be like, oh, yeah, I want to start an OnlyFans as a joke. And it will never actually happen. But obviously, OnlyFans podcast, very different, very different. Um, but, like, I'm just happy that w- I was able to make content and put it out there. And I'm really happy now that Caleb's able to, like, do this. And 
you know, we gotta we gotta have an episode too, and um, yeah, and share and share this you know experience mm-hmm. together. Yeah, no, it it is pretty funny that like Ridge kind of just dove in head first with this podcast without having much experience of like even being a listener of podcasts because like I don't know, it's uh, yeah, we do just have a regular conversation, but like there is some uh, there is something going into like being a host of a podcast. Like you have to guide the conversation to like interesting ways, meaningful ways to make people listen, you know? It can't just be regular uh, shooting the shit with people, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, um, when I made this, I was like, all right, like, I definitely want to have some structure to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would rather have it just be, like, a genuine conversation about, yeah. like, real college students, like, not trying to... You know, I'm, we're no celebrities. Everyone who's on here is, like... You know, obviously, I would hope that, like, five, ten years from now, we're all, like, you know, doing well, well off, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... We're just genuine people having real conversations, kind of uncut, kind of like, you know, there is, we're not, we're not just being like nimrods on here, but we're actually getting some, some substance and some, um, like end goal, I guess. And like yeah, for, exactly. for Ben Out of Shape, I remember, I mean, we, what was the, oh, originally we wanted yeah. to call it like catch, catch up, catching up or not, catch up. Not to be confused with the popular condiment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Cause like we wanted it to like ring or something like we would just like catch up on it. Yeah. But, um, you know, there was a lot of just like nitty, like nitpicky things that maybe like we wouldn't, you know, they kind of like put us on our tracks and made us rethink. Um, now, and I remember thinking when we were planning it out, like, uh, the, 2020 or 2021 finals happened mm-hmm. and with the bucks and the suns and we wanted to talk about that but then eventually you know obviously there's no episodes like that were that early so i was like the sooner i get it started the more topics i'll be able to like go through you know yeah and that it will still be relevant yeah and i think it's really cool that like yeah while uh we didn't go through with the ketchup podcast <laughs> yeah, i think i'm saying ketchup every time but um even though we didn't do that, like, Ridge kind of carried over, like, the essence of, like, what that was going to be about, of, like, we were planning, like, a weekly thing, we're at college, we do a podcast together, and, like, we kind of catch up with each other, we talk about our, uh, what's been going on that week, and honestly, like, you kind of are doing the same thing with other people, Mm -hmm. but I think it makes it so much more interesting than just hearing from me, of, like, what's going on with me, than you, like, hearing from other people, and, like, catching up with them because they bring so many other things to the table. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I know for uh, for you, like, some of the times it would just be, like, time to like, how are we both going to be on and, like, do guests? Honestly, I think it all, like, worked out because mm-hmm. while I was able to, like, basically just host it, originally I wanted, like, a co-host because I, I don't want to be that guy who just starts podcasting podcast by himself. It's like, yeah. all right, you know. But I think, like, guests, um, they honestly carry and... You know, I feel like I'm, I'm a, I just love getting to know, like, hear people's stories and perspectives, and um, eventually it did just become, like, a solo host with guests, and that's totally all right, and I think that was kind of, like, the beauty of it, almost, and, like, for you, if you were to, like, co-host, a bunch of the guests that, almost all of the guests that I had were from my college, mm-hmm. which you may have not been able to, like, re- like, I knew them a lot more than, obviously, you would have, because we just don't go to the same school. Oh, yeah, um, and I don't know how, like in-depth you go into like the Bentley like nitty-gritty uh stuff that like I wouldn't understand but like we go to relatively very similar schools you know like they're both like kind of similar size uh different parts of the country but like we still like I think anyone that has gone to college in America can relate to like 
the American college experience. Yeah, and like same similar experiences. Yeah, we yeah. talk we talk about stuff, and we're like, oh wait, I have like the same thing going yeah, on there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, it's all like kind of the same setup, you know? Yeah, and that's a, like unique thing because I there is a few people on the podcast that have gone to like um, Simmons, okay. uh, George Washington, like uh, different people who go to different colleges, but it's like at the same time you still exactly what you said the same. American college yeah, experience yeah. that you can relate to and kind of like understand. And for the people that went to different colleges, it was nice to see what like other perspectives they had. Like very, like one of the episodes I had with uh, Anna mm-hmm. was the like oh city city college versus like your own campus college, and that was pretty. That was one of the like interesting ones I think for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, Is, that's that's very relevant. Like GW, like going to a, a school in DC, like that's a completely different experience than say like go to school at Denison, which is, like, it's 30 minutes outside of Columbus, but it's in this, like, tiny town, and, like, it's, you're at the campus, like, that's all there is, really, so, like, totally different experience. Yeah, and, um, yeah, so, like, all right, so, let's get into, like, a little bit of your, like, podcast interests. Oh, yeah. So, what, what, what podcast do you listen to? So, um, like, the first podcast I really, like, dug into, um, it was called Serial, uh, which was, like, this... I don't know, like, 10-part podcast uh, thing, and it was, like, a, cr- a true crime podcast, and the host just kind of went over this case, and, like, she probably just had, like, a degree in journalism or communications or whatever, but uh, she, like, played, like, this, like, mini detective, like, trying to, like, in real time solve this this case, and I thought that was so interesting, um, and so I was into true crime podcasts for a little... Is Was that the one that we listened to on the car ride? to Virginia, D.C.? I think so, actually, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And because it's interesting, because, like, you're not gonna... A podcast that's, like, kind of informational in terms of, like, crime podcast is gonna be completely different than, like, this. Like, a lifestyle podcast. Oh, totally. Yeah, know? and that's an interesting th- thing about podcasts. Like, there's so many different, like... I want to say genres, but, like, genres is honestly, like, kind of the wrong word. Like, because movies, it's like, yeah, you have action movies, you have comedy movies, you have documentaries, and they all serve a different purpose, like, entertainment, information... But, like, podcasts, like, uh, a true crime podcast compared to, like, a long-form conversation podcast, it's, like, completely different mm-hmm. things. And, like, what you get out of it is completely different. But, and, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think, for sure, like, uh, the one that we listened to, if I remember correctly, it was, like, they would have breaks. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would have, like, um, I don't know, they would have, like, segments where it would be kind of, like, different from what's going on. I don't, it was, it was like, yeah. interesting. Well, versus this, it's just, like, kind of a on-running conversation Mm -hmm. and you know obviously there's pros and cons or sometimes there'll be some things are more i guess interesting than other Mm -hmm. things um and i'd say the thing that i like kind of keep on running is like the big thing is like all right we're in college right now this is our life and um this is something i want to like look back and be like oh i thought this Mm -hmm. or like um our friend lucas shout out lucas he kind of he kind of put it out as like uh oh yeah like a time capsule for yourself you know? Yeah, that's you could, a really cool way to put it. Yeah, because, like, obviously, we're going through this time, and we're going to hopefully graduate out of college, and um, I want to be able to, like, look back, mm-hmm. and, like, this is what I thought, and maybe what I think now is different, or what I think, th- like, in the future, is maybe different from what I thought then. So, just kind of, I don't know, I, I, this is, this yeah. is, is kind of, like, the whole why I'm, like, making this podcast, and, yeah, yeah and, like, wh- so why, or... So, no, yeah, I'll keep yeah. on going on, like, my podcast yeah, like yeah, yeah. history i guess so yeah i was into true crime for a little and then like <laughs> it was just a it was, you know 
listening to all these like murder stories like it freaked me out you know I, I had to get off of it 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 was giving me nightmares you know i'm not a big horror movie guy yeah um and like a big passion i have is like sports so um naturally i like drifted towards uh sport podcasts that were uh kind of like probably the equivalent of like a sports radio show so uh bill simmons podcast Classic. like that's that's the biggest uh sports podcast like yep. on the planet um Ryan Rosillo podcast. He's like a part of the same media company as Bill, uh, the ringer. And I, and he's like a frequent guest on Bill's podcast, but he has his own. And I, I found to like, like his more a little. Cause he, uh, he, I don't know his perspective on uh, basketball and stuff. Like I just thought was really interesting. Um, and, and oh, obviously, I, I, like, had to listen to Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I love those. Uh, and I think, like, the closest podcast to Ben Out of Shape or, like, one that's, like, most, uh, that, like, kind of Ridge based it on without him even knowing is probably the Joe Rogan podcast because, yeah, like, he has all these yeah, different yeah. guests. They talk about what they can, like, they're interested in. Um, and it's just, like, a free-form conversation, like, uncut. And I think that's really cool. And so the one thing um, that I think basketball podcasts, like, you're not going to listen to two random people, like, give their takes on basketball, because it's like, what, what qualification, like, what? Yeah. I'm not going to listen to somebody who has no, like, knowledge on a subject, right? Yeah, the, you see some hot takes on Twitter about basketball, and you're just like, what is this guy on? Yeah, like, why would I believe anything you say? Yeah. If you have no, like, qual, like, yeah, mm -hmm. air quotes qualifications about it. Like, Bill Simmons is like a... He's an basketball analyst? Like, uh, well, like, he was on ESPN for yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, and so I think, like, he started off as, like, probably a beat writer for, like, the Celtics. Like, or, well, that's how a lot of uh, big uh, sports talking heads, like, get to. Or how they start, you know, they're a beat writer for a local team. Mm -hmm. um, and then make their way to ESPN. And I think it's really cool how he branched off from them. Because, uh, like, ESPN is a lot more corporate. They were, like, limiting what he was talking about. Um, and he was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to do my own thing. And they... He recently, like, in the past year, signed this, like, massive deal with Spotify. Like, I, I want to say, like, over half a billion dollars um, That's nice. for his podcast to be exclusively on podcast or Spotify, like, the Ringer podcast. And uh, he's built this huge media conglomerate, uh, and they have all sorts of different podcasts. And, like, I, I don't know. I think that's a really cool, like, way to go. Yeah, and, like, I guess for me now, like, obviously, I'm not... You know, ideally, I'd want to, you know, in the future, ideally, everyone wants to be kind of have that, like, oh, yeah, make it big or whatever. Like, right now, I don't have any, like, qualification mm -hmm. or any real knowledge on, like, basket like basketball in terms of, or, like, crime that, I could, like, people would want to listen to me. But instead, like, we're going through college. The best people to talk, to know about college is, like, college students. Yeah. You know? And we're no celebrity, you know, you know, or anything like that. But kind of like what Joe Rogan does. I haven't, I haven't listened, I've only listened to a few clips of his. Mm -hmm. But, like, is his kind of more, um, just, like, a different topic each time? Like, does it have any, like, underlying, like, theme throughout? Or just, like, well, Joe Rogan's famous beforehand. And that's why it's a lot easier for people to, to want to listen. And he has famous guests. Um, but, like, is there kind of, like, a theme that he has? Or? Well, the, in like... I'll, I'll answer that question, like, yeah. go off on something else. The interesting thing is, like, he wasn't super famous before he started uh, the Joe Rogan experience. It started off, like, he just had a few friends over come come to his room, uh, and they just recorded a podcast, like, similarly what we're doing. And, like, that wasn't big initially. Yeah. Like, he was a stand-up comedian. Um, he was on, a, like, the USC. Fear Factor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, he was a UFC commentator, but, like, nothing, like, super big, and, like, it kind of just, like, blew up. And, like, podcasts, like, you have to start from somewhere, and it's, like, kind of like a startup business. Like, you just, like, create it out of nothing. And, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's see where this goes. And, like, um, and, well, that's that's one of, like, my most, like, fulfilling things is because, exactly, when I started this, I'm like, all right, I don't... I have no idea who's going to listen to this, if anyone... But then eventually it was like, all right, people would come up to me and be like, oh, I want to, I want to be a guest on it. Um, I like love, people would slide up on my stories and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I like love what you're doing. Keep it up. Um, I have this to say, this would be interesting to talk about. And eventually I made like an Instagram for it. Oh yeah. And, um, I like post graphics on that, you know, follow, follow the Instagram, you know? And like, yes, it's minimal, but at the same time, like I started from nothing, Yeah. you know? And I have no idea where it could go. It could probably die in like the next year. I have no idea. Maybe but like, get, but maybe like you if, tap into like a real audience, you know, and that would be sick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like honestly, um, and at the end of the day, like for me, I know that I was just interested in having conversations with people. And if this if this dies out and like nothing comes out of it, if I don't go, I don't sign a multi million dollar deal with like Spotify. At the end of the day, like I'm it's something I'm pretty like passionate about, mm-hmm. and like well, I want to talk to you, and like I had fun doing. Yeah. And a lot of the guests that I had. When it would when it would finish, they would be like, "I loved it. Like I just like sitting here talking, kind of like, you know, having fun, mm-hmm. and just kind of what you're saying about like what Joe Rogan did with his friends, and that's like kind of what I wanted to like do, not knowingly that's like what he also does or how it started. Yeah. Um, and it's something I could like look back on as well. So. Yeah, no, that that's really cool. Um, going back to like your other question about like Joe Rogan's podcast, so it's like there's no like set structure segments where he's like oh, this is where we're going to talk about UFC. This is where we're going to talk about comedy. But um, since he's the host for every podcast, he obviously has um, his interests that he brings up to people, whether it's, uh, like, what I was talking about, UFC, comedy. Um, he talks about politics a lot. He talks about kind of just, like, what's going on current in the world. Events. Current events, yeah. Um, but the really cool thing that I'm, I think that makes him special, and I think, like, Ridge, like, honestly, has a little bit of this himself, is... Uh, like, uh, he has so many interests in so many, like, a wide range of topics, you know? And he actually knows, like, a lot about all of these different things. So he can really carry a conversation with, like, a famous classical piano player one day, and then the next day, like, um, the stand-up comedian, and then the next day, like, a famous movie star. Like, crazy. Different worlds. Yeah. Or just, like, a random author that talks about plants yeah. and like i i can't believe like i i listened to like a three-hour conversation about just like some guy that knows a lot about plants and yeah like, what how is that interesting but it was and like that's that's a really cool uh, like skill to have yeah and and uh, the thing that i think about now is like um every podcast that i do like yes i want to make it like about college but at the same time like i just it, ne- it never has to strictly be just that because, like, yes, college is so many different avenues and topics. Mm-hmm. And, like, ultimately, if this were to go past college, like, I have to kind of narrow it down and see, like, what, you know, no one stays in college forever. Oh, yeah. And, um, but there's so many different, like, like I said, like, streets to go down to and, like, interesting things. Um, and one of the things that I thought about starting this was, like, is it too broad? Like, is it, like, do I have enough to, like, have people to listen to mm-hmm. it? Because ultimately, like, okay, podcasts, you want people to listen. Right, and so like, yeah. what what separates you from other people? What 
is kind of like your selling point or whatever. And for me, like I said, the whole like genuineness. And then now I, I talked to a lot of people about this. Like I want to talk to more like uh, at our school head of um, like UP University Police or not head, but like a few of the police officers um, are really interesting. And they're like just normal, kind of like normal people mm. almost. And, you know, they kind of like get like what it's like being a college student. And I wanted to get them on. And eventually something that like that's kind of one of my goals like mm-hmm. when I get back to campus so have just strike an inter- strike like a podcast with them and just talk to them about like interesting things that people would want to listen to like oh this is what goes on at school something I didn't even realize um right now it's more so just like for fun like yeah, yes yeah. or whatever but then eventually like almost legitimize like who these guests are you know yeah n- that that'd be really cool and like um or maybe like a professor even yeah. or like someone who were uh, somebody said um I think her name's Camille She's like the, um, when you go to the dining hall, she's the person who like checks if you swiped your card or not. People are like, yeah, do her, do her. And I was like, why? But it's just interesting, like people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad that you said that because, uh, the thing about like Joe Rogan and myself, I guess, is that like, I'm not going to say I know a lot because I really don't like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of a brick, but like, I guess I just want to learn. Like yeah, I, yeah. I have just like a genuine interest about what people have to say and, yeah, and I guess I got to do that through this, which is super dope. Yeah, and having that trait, like, that is what leads to really interesting conversations. And, like, I think that's really cool, you wanting to uh, talk to kind of random people. Because, like, this isn't a huge platform. This isn't even a, like, this is a sm- tiny platform. But, yeah. like, it's still a platform that a lot of people, like, would never uh, have their voice on, you know? Uh, like, someone working in the dining hall, uh, university police. But, like there's no doubt that they have really interesting things to say. Um, one of my friends, he actually, like, uh, he went around my college town and he interviewed people and he said, uh, define happiness. He asked yeah. all these random people on the street and it was the most interesting thing ever yeah, yeah. because everyone has different answers and everyone says something that you can learn from, like, from, like, a little kid to an elderly person, like, all these different perspectives and I think that that's really cool, like, putting people on this platform, you know? Yeah, and, like, because obviously, you know, everybody has their own experiences and they learn from different things. And I think one of the most interesting ones, like you said, um, on TikTok, I'll see, like, all right, like, just people interviewing or, like, people will say, like, all right, when's the last time you were happy? Similar to what you said. Oh, wow. And, like, they like they put dramatic music, so yeah. kind of, like, oh, super well, cinematic. <laughs> no, I mean, and, like, it's just interesting. They're like, oh, yeah, like, I haven't been happy since, like, you know, they'll act like old people who have, like, a ton of life experience. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, someone who's, you know, five years old may have a different, you know, perspective They were happy life. the last time they got a, pop, a lollipop. Like, yeah, and, like, someone you can take out something from that, too. Yeah, yeah. And then, also, um, in terms of, like, this platform, uh, one of my friends, Joe, who was in a class, he was like, oh, he came up to me and he said, oh, like, I love what you're doing. Like, people need just, like, a, or this is a great people need a platform they can just like kind of listen to people have conversations and for me um this isn't like affiliated with my college at all um but like yes they there's a little like name uh like bent out of shape like it, you know it's, it's yeah. an homage i guess but like it's a platform that like I, a lot of people at my school could like almost kind of be on and kind of like say what they feel and have their different experiences and people could relate to who literally whoever yeah that that's really cool like if i was a senior and like planning on going to Bentley next year, uh, or senior in high school, planning on going to Bentley, and, like, somehow I stumbled across this, like, 
I'd be really interested. Just like, yeah. obviously it's not all the Bentley students. It's a small group. Uh, I would say it's like a pretty wide range, but like you get a little taste of like, oh, what's this? Like, what's an average kid at Bentley like? What's yeah. their perspective? Like, how do they talk? What are they interested in? Which is super valuable looking at colleges. Cause like, as far as Denison, like I visited and like I uh, spent the night with a kid uh, well, when I was visiting. Pause. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Um, when I was visiting and like I met him and he was like kind of boring but uh I I didn't really have a good uh pulse of like uh just the vibes what's the average Denison kid like you know and like Denison's like a lot of different kids but like uh I kind of was going in blind but like this I don't know you probably you probably learn a thing or two of like what you can expect yeah and like the thing is um colleges can advertise what their experience is like and like you can read things that like reviews or whatnot on like that's how i kind of looked into choosing colleges like i looked at like real reviews yeah but at the same time i think the best way to know is like by having a real conversation with someone or listening to a real conversation Mm -hmm. with someone and kind of like what their experience is actually like yeah you know and because like what you see on paper is obviously a lot different Mm -hmm. than what people actually go yeah. through and this is kind of like a, an outlet for people to like to like do that and also i'm pretty happy about it like, yeah, yeah yeah it's not it's nothing crazy but it doesn't need to be you know um like the quality of it has isn't like we're literally recording this in my room like, yeah on like a, a like a yeti microphone mm-hmm. but it isn't i always thought about it it's not necessarily like the um like the oh the sound quality or like the studio or whatever yeah. it's just the quality of the conversation yeah the content yeah um yeah, no, that's funny. Like, going the review route, uh, looking at colleges is pretty funny. Like, you can go on Rate My Professor. You can go on this, like, website for Greek life where yeah. it has reviews for frats and sororities. And, like, obviously, you're going to you're gonna have a lot of, like, Yelp situations where, like, someone has one bad experience and writes a really crappy, scathing review yeah. where it's re- really not, like, uh, an accurate representation of, like... Super biased. Yeah, it's super biased. Um... Yeah, no, that's just a funny thing to think about, like, trying to do your research. But, like, I don't know. that I don't think that will lead you anywhere really useful. But maybe you'll see some, like, uh, great anecdotes that you connect with. Yeah, and, like, honestly, um, so I want to get this senior from our old high school, uh, Kevin. Shout out, Kevin. Um, he, he, I've talked to him about doing hopping on to an episode. And, like, he's going through the process of, like, kind of deciding colleges. And, like, I'm sure that he would probably gain something from listening to this and he also his his senior project now is uh podcast like he, he made a podcast as well with his mm-hmm. friend and i think it's about like soccer or football sorry kevin i didn't listen to it my bad yeah. but um he at, he reached out to me and he's like hey man like i know you started your own podcast and it's like seems like it's going pretty well can i put you down as my advisor for this podcast or for my like project mm-hmm. and i said yes of course and he he asks me like oh yeah like how do i do this how, what's the easiest way to do this? What do you use? And a lot of people have, um, some, uh, somebody asked me from UNH, like, um, what do you use? Like, how, is it just you guys just talking, being like, mm-hmm. having fun? And I was like, yeah. And I generally think like, if you are thinking about doing a podcast, like, I don't know, do it. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and the faster you do it, I think the better. It's like stocks. It's like, you know, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Cause like, I think, I mean, not only is this like kind of monetized, but like, um, if you start sooner rather than later, you're like, your I guess, uh, value will grow, mm-hmm. you know? Cause like if I started this today versus when I first started it, I won't have 
any of these episodes or any of these like current events that have happened that I could that I've already talked about. You know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. It's just like with anything. Like practice makes perfect. Yeah. Um. But like it is interesting for podcasts. Like I don't know. Some people might think that like oh it's kind of just a natural thing like you have it or you don't of like being a conversationalist uh being good at editing whatever stuff like that but like when i was doing hoops from home like it was a stark difference between our first episode till our third yeah like crazy difference of quality how we talked how comfortable we were um like the sound quality uh and like stuff like that like it, it really is cool, and, um, yeah, no, definitely there's been a lot of growth, like, this is, what, the 10th episode, 9th? No, this is, like, the 13th or 14th. Whoa, whoa, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so big we, shot, big shot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, like, honestly, like, for people asking, like, oh, what do you use? Do you use, like, this podcast software? I'm, like, to be honest, bro, like, I pulled up my laptop, and I was, I pulled up iMovie, and Caleb was, like, yeah, iMovie. Okay, like, yes, I put Ridge on iMovie, as well as Anchor. Yeah. See, it's not very intuitive. You'd be, like, because I think... Apple even has a program to just record audio, mm -hmm. but no, iMovie, it's like just how you like edit the audio and stuff. It's so easy to do. And there's, there's clearly better software that like people use, yeah, like yeah. actually use for podcasts. Like, I mean, I have Audacity, but it's like, oh, I was pretty familiar with iMovie already. Audacity blows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, like other, I, I have been like researching a lot on like how to do a video podcast. Cause like, yeah. I, eventually I feel like. Uh, incorporating video would be pretty interesting mm -hmm. but like as long as you kind of like just you know wing it almost yeah yeah and like because i'm literally recording this on like a cheap mic on imovie but it'll eventually it's content that i'll be getting out there and like yeah, yeah. you know it'll grow and whatever but um and like exactly what you said like your hoops from home podcast i remember the first i listened to the first episode and um i was like oh all right like you guys definitely seem pretty stiff, mm -hmm. but then like by like the th I remember hopping on, I was like, "Wow, this is like sick!" Like, yeah, this is actually dope, and it was a lot. You could already see an improvement, mm -hmm. but yeah. And so, all right. So back to uh like po uh your like podcast interest and like hoops from home, your old podcast. So, like, why? Okay, so like, is there a reason you like what like ultimately like why do you like listen to like podcasts or like what? Like, sports podcast, like, why? I don't know. Like, kind of, like, the why that you, like, listen to it, or... So, uh, for uh, my summer job, I was, like, teaching swim lessons, and I was driving to people's houses. So I was spending, like, four, five hours in the car every day, mm. and I needed to fill the time. And, like, music, yeah, that's great, but, like, for me, like, it, uh, I needed something that was, like, uh, something where I was learning... I was listening to stuff I was interested in um, that just helped pass time a little better. Um, for sports, I, I really like it because, like, I value uh, their takes. And I'm kind of at the point where, like, I've been following, like, NBA for, like, a few years now. Like, mm. I, I'm i not just, like, listening to everything they're saying and just being taking it uh, face, value. face value of being like, oh, wow, this is how, like, yeah, Steph Curry is the best player. Blah, yeah. blah. No, like, I, I disagree with some of their points, but, like, I find it really interesting seeing someone with so much experience listening about it. Uh, but then, like, for Joe Rogan, like, I found that has made me such a more open-minded person. Because the long-form conversation, if you talk about politics, for example, for three hours with someone, it's such a, a fascinating uh, experience, because, like, especially in today's world, where it's all, like, 
through social media tweets where you just see a snippet of someone's opinion and it's not really fleshed out. But for a three hour conversation, like if you say something, you have to back it up. Like you have to really go in depth. Um, and that just opened me up to so many more opinions, uh, so many more perspectives, ways of looking at things. And I think I've, that has, uh, only helped me. And I, uh, and, uh, to also build off your point, like, you're able by listening to, like, people's takes or people's, like, opinions, you can build your own. Yeah. You know, like, you, you take what they're saying, it's like, oh, like, I don't agree with this, and it's like, why? And then you build your own takes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super interesting. Um, and, like, one of the things that I found interesting about podcasts in general, or, or just, like, I, I, was, I watch a lot of YouTube videos that are, like, uh, basketball takes. But, like, I don't need to be watching the actual video. It's just listening. And I'll put it on as I'm, like, eating or, mm-hmm. like, I'm doing other things. Sometimes even homework, do not recommend. But, like, you can just put it on and just leave it in the background and kind of just, like, listen to what's going on. But you can do your own thing. Like like you said, you were, like, driving to places and listening to podcasts. And, you know, you're kind of, like, learning mm-hmm. as much as you are and building your own take. So that's pretty interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, we can move on. But just something to add, like... I think something like a skill or characteristic that's really lacking with people these days is like the ability to listen. Because mm. everyone just wants to talk. Everyone wants to just like say things, even if they don't mean it, they don't have anything to back it up. They just want to say things. They just want to be heard. But like, if you are a good listener and really can listen to other people's opinions and like a podcast, like if I'm listening to something I don't agree with, like, yeah, maybe I'm going to be like angry or something or like, start being like, Oh, yelling in my car. But like, no one's hearing me. Like it's useless. So all I can do is listen. And like, wow, people really need to get better at that. Cause like that, that solves a lot of problems when you just really like, okay, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to let my brain, uh, think of counterpoints or or okay, maybe. Yeah. But you're going to really just take in what people are saying. Um, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And like, this has honestly helped me a lot too. Cause like, Yes, I'm, like, the host or whatever, but at the same time, like, I just want to listen to what people got to say. And, yes, sometimes it does, I do have to get better, like, sometimes I'll try to, like, I don't like to think I interrupt people, but sometimes I'm like, oh, shoot, maybe I shouldn't have, like, cut them off or, mm-hmm. like, put in my own input when it's not needed. Yeah. Because I should have just, like, listened or whatever. But It's something everyone can work on. I'm just listening. And, like, 100%. I, it, it might be weird, but, like, uh, podcasts, like, you are just consuming a form of media, but, like it does really sharpen that skill of being able to listen to people. And like, I think that'll just make you like a better person overall, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. So kind of going, kind of branching, branching, um, what you said of like hoops from home and like your interest in sports podcast. This man's wearing a Celtic shirt right now. So I, I have to ask. Lee green. I <laughs> see us rise. See us rise. I have to ask. It's not luck. So just, just the, just yesterday, uh, the Celtics, um, beat the heat and are now headed to the finals and we're, we're big Celtics fans big let's Celtics. go I hate you but but um all right so do you think all right try like we're both biased but all right what are your thoughts on the Celtics playing the Warriors in the finals and this, so, is, this is a little different we're just college kids but yeah first off Miami Boston series like weirdest series I've ever seen like I think uh Every game until, like, game five and game six were just blowouts back and forth. And, like, the swings, like, it was crazy. Um, and I, w- I was scared. I was scared the last two minutes uh, in game seven. The Heat were coming back. The Celtics were kind of just losing their edge, uh, getting a little sloppy. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, clutch, missed three-pointer. Really, really ballsy pull-up. 
in transition for the three. Uh, game seven, yeah. Yeah, game seven. But uh, shout out to him for missing. <laughs> but anyways, going to the Celtics uh, Warriors series, the finals. Just like so happy to see Tatum and Brown and Smart uh, get into the finals for the first time. But like Al Horford, yeah. he's played the most playoff games without getting in the finals, and now he finally gets a trip, and he's been balling, at, like absolute resurgence from him. I'm like seeing Al Horford play in a finals game, like that's gonna be the greatest feeling. But uh, diving into like how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling about the series is, yeah, obviously I want the Celtics to win. Um, I think the the Warriors are uh, the betting favorites going into the series, which I, I can't easily. I can't argue with. Uh, yeah. Like they have the experience. They they've had a lot of championship runs, like Curry, Clay, Draymond. Like this isn't their first rodeo. With that being said, if you look at at it, the Celtics. I I heard this crazy stat. So from the beginning of like the Warriors dynasty, like when Curry and Clay and Draymond like really got it going, like I think it was like twenty fifteen. The Celtics have been the only team that has a winning record against them. I saw that too. And yeah. that's that's just like something to say, but like it really passes the eye test. Like I remember watching so many Warriors and Celtics games, even when the Celtics weren't that good and the Warriors were at the peak of their powers with KD. And the Celtics always were putting up a fight and making, and they just like played their best basketball against them. Gordon Hayward dropped like 30 points against the Celtics when, I mean against Warriors. When he was, like, a bum, yeah. you know, like, coming yeah. off the injury. So, that gives me some hope. Um, I think I think why the Celtics have been so good at, at facing the Warriors is uh, Marcus Smart, great matchup against Curry. You have a physical, defensive-minded player. Uh, gonna, he's not going to, like, completely, like, clamp up Curry, but, like, he'll, he'll make him work for his threes a lot more than other um, people will. Uh, so that's good. Um, and then you have great wing defenders, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Grant Williams. Like they are going to slow down the Warriors offense and not, and just make it hard for them to get these like open looks. And like, I don't know. These are honestly, are my two favorite teams to watch. I agree. The Warriors are not my favorite team, but like it's beautiful basketball. Like, uh, just the ball movement, the motion offense, uh, everyone's just like selfless looking for the best shot. But with that being said, like I think the Celtics have a lot of that in their DNA too. So it's gonna be a great series. I'm saying I don't I'm I'm saying Celtics in six, not because I think they are that much better. I'm just saying that because like game seven in uh in San Francisco, like I'm worried. Like yeah, I don't yeah. like I, I just can't see the Celtics winning that game. So they better do it in six. Yeah. Okay. So definitely, wow. definitely said a lot. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, that was a no, rant, no, no, no. I, mean, I no. I I loved it. I so uh, Al Horford. Ha- happy for him. Um, I saw a five million contract bonus <laughs> yeah, for yeah. the finals. Let's go, Al. When Get I saw paid. the when I saw the video of him, kind of like hit the floor, like oh yeah. uh, Um, just at how happy he was. I was like, good for him, man. Like I'm excited. Yeah. Um, almost a little like it was moving a little bit because like, he finally did it. Definitely. Um. And my take with the Celtics and the Warriors, I, I think this was best case scenario for me. These are like, this is who I wanted for both mm-hmm. uh, like conferences, Celtics and Warriors. Based off of the Heat, the last like game six and game seven, um, I watched them fully at uh, my friend Bella's house. Shout out Bella. Um, the Celtics were sloppy. The Celtics yeah. were so sloppy, and I was like, bro, if they are trying to play the Warriors like this, they're gonna get blown out. And like, 
And uh, um, that with that being said, though, like if the Celtics play like amazing basketball, like they have, like they're honestly just like a team. They feel like a team. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're head. They're all like they all play a role together. They all fit together. Tatum's obviously like their alpha. Uh, um, smart, you know, they're kind of the like heart of the team almost. They're great, and like yes, they don't have as much like playoff experience as let's say like Curry and the Warriors. Um, yeah, um, but um, it's interesting because the Warriors, their offense is crazy. Like it's absolutely absurd how good their offense is. But then the Celtics, I, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they were like. Either close to the uh, best defense in the league. They right? were the best defense in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they, they have two people who are on um, all defensive teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, Draymond was also on an all defensive team as well. But like I read, who's who's the uh, Warriors center? Kev Kevon Looney. Okay, yeah. And then I know if they want to do like some like air quotes death lineup with like Draymond as their five. Death lineup two point You you have to pay respect to the original. Death okay, lineup. yeah. Um, but. The Celtics, it's like, I, I saw a stat, it was like, Al Horford and Rob Williams playing together on, like, one lineup is, I think it's nuts. Oh, I think yeah. that's so good in terms of defense. And, like, yes, Draymond is good at defense, but, like, I mean, Rob Williams, Al Horford, like, just bodies down mm-hmm. there. I think that's going to be kind of difficult. So that's that's a great point. Um, The cool thing about the Celtics is, like, yeah, what you said of Rob Williams and uh, Al Horford playing on, being on the court at the same time. Great defensive rating. But the really cool thing is, they aren't a small team. They're a big team. Long arms, like, Smart is our point guard. Like, he's definitely going to be, he's a he's a big point guard. Yeah. Um, But they have all of the benefits of a small lineup. Because mm-hmm. you have all the spacing. Al Horford, he can space the floor easily. easily. I love when he shoots So, space. like, that's the thing that makes them so dangerous is, like, you don't have to sacrifice the rebounding. You don't have to sacrifice the defense when you put in a small lineup or their version of a small lineup. Yeah. But you still have all of the offense, the perks yeah. of it. Um, It's it's going to be a great series. I, I'm super excited because, like, as long – I mean, me and Caleb have an honor joke. Like, just a fan of good basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's interesting because, like, the Warriors – Um, the one thing I'm I, – I, I'm a, I'm a Celtics fan. Don't get me wrong. But I'm also very critical of the Celtics, and I don't I don't know if the Celtics have enough to to beat the Warriors. Like I'll say I'll say Celtics in seven. Um, even though you made a great point, like are you gonna are they actually gonna win in um, uh, like at the Warriors home home game? Um, however, though, the one thing I'm actually most concerned about is kind of the Warriors like bench dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Poole, does he, Jordan Poole doesn't even start. No. I don't think so. Yeah, and he is kind of he's grossly become like this this player that's almost like a, a mini staff. Like not a mini staff, yeah, but yeah. like he's he's definitely broken out. And the Celtics, like, I don't know. Their bench is great, don't get me wrong, but they're all kind of just like role playing, like they all play some sort of role. Like Derek White, I love Derek White. He kinda he killed it. Man's killed it in the series. He's been going he's been going and off. If he can recently. if he can continue this, that's great. But like, okay, Derek White versus like He's great at defense, you know, somewhat of an offensive force recently. But, like, Jordan Poole, man. Yeah. Like, I think he is, I think he's averaging, like, what, 23 points, like, a game this entire season. Um, or something like that. I don't know. Um, I don't know the specific number. But he's gross at that. And, like, their whole, I don't know, the Warriors are nice, bro. Like. Okay. Yeah, they're, 
they're awesome and like they've been playing great basketball but like let's compare the uh both teams road to the finals okay yeah warriors this is this is like a, you yeah, could make a take. really strong argument that they've had like low-key a really easy path to the finals yeah okay they start with the nuggets Jokic, great player but like other than that they are trash like they could they could have swept the nuggets if they really were like I agree. focus yeah. on it. Clay has been getting returning to his uh old self every game and that's that's Pretty something scary. I'm very worried about. Me too. But okay, you have the Nuggets series. Next, Grizzlies. Grizzlies lose draw in what, game four? Mm-hmm. That's a huge loss, alright? And the Warriors lost by fifty one of those games. That <laughs> yeah. is not a good sign. I would not be like, oh, a championship team is going to lose by 50 against anyone. Um, so you could say maybe that series like really wasn't as impressive. It was awesome to watch. Maybe that wasn't as impressive on the Warriors as a lot of people thought. And then the Mavericks. they. You mean ap- Luka. You mean Luka. Luka. Yeah, yeah. Just Luka. But, all right, the Mavericks, they were really coming into form. They beat the Suns, which was crazy. Yeah. But, like... They didn't make any threes the whole series against the Warriors. Yeah. So, like, it kind of was a pretty easy win for the Warriors. They almost swept them. It, it was only five games. On the other hand, Versus, the Celtics yep, yep. literally faced all of the best teams in the league other than the Warriors and maybe the Suns. Yeah. Okay? Tatum went head-to-head against Durant. They won. They went head-to-head against Giannis. Reigning champs. Reigning champs. The Bucks were scary. Yeah. They won. And then the Heat. I didn't think the Heat were that good. Yeah. They really proved themselves. They they were a great team. Well, the thing that I think about, honestly, is that, like, they're, they have the Celtics put out, like, this graphic. It was, like, Celtics Revenge Tour. Oh, yeah. And this is what I think is ultimately, like, that kind of grit and grind, that, like, mentality. Like They we, are tough. We, like, they have beaten every single person in the past, like, three years, mm-hmm. or every single team in the past three years that knocked them out of the playoffs. Like you said, the Nets, the Bucks, and the Heat. And, like, my thinking was, if they could get past the Bucks. I think they could win it. I think they could win the entire the, thing. The sky's limit. Yeah, I 100% think so. And, like, they kind of got that mentality, like, nah, nah. We beat all the teams that beat us before, and we're going for the whole thing. We're not stopping See, here. See, this is, this is what is going to make the Celtics win. All right. Their down. toughness, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rattle Andrew Wiggins for sure. He's going to have a few duds of a game. <laughs> I'm sure he'll go off once, maybe, yeah. Jordan Poole, I don't think he can handle that defense. I don't think he's going to be able to every time beat Smart, beat Tatum, beat Brown off the dribble, and then go into the lane against Al Horford and Robert Williams. Like, he's going to get beat up. And then let's be real. Like, Curry, like, he's a phenomenal player. Like, Hall of Famer. Generational talent. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Like, he's on his way to maybe crack the top ten of all time. Like, we'll see how the rest of his career goes. But he's going to get roughed up. Like, I don't know. I think the, the Celtics, like... They've been playing almost like football games in a bunch of these series with the Heat and the Bucks. Like Grant Grind. Williams can take a beating, grind, yeah, and like that heart. is something that is yeah, it's heart, yeah. Um, and like they have like just some real integrity on the defensive end, and like I don't know, I'm feeling good. It's gonna be so much fun to watch. I'm I'm interested to see 100. I'm interested to see how Tatum will do. Like he'll probably get guarded by Wiggins, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or or Draymond. But yeah, they're they're gonna. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of mismatches. They're gonna. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I think ju- 
I think it's interesting because, like, Wiggins definitely stepped up as a player this year. I don't think he's no, like, I don't think he should have been an all-star, whatever. Yeah. But he definitely stepped up defensively, and he has the, the I guess, assets to, like, be a great defender. And Tatum, I, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if Wiggins is going to be there to, like, stop Tatum. And if Tatum is cold, that's kind of tough for the offensive output of the Celtics. Because, like, if Tatum's off, that, uh, like, Tatum's heavily, like, if he has a good game, the Celtics have a good game. But the thing is that I've loved to see in Tatum's growth this series, and like Steph or Jeff Van Gundy has like nonstop been talking about this. He's been like, "Oh, Tatum's playmaking has grown so much." But really, you see it like every double team, Tatum gets the ball off most of the time. He gets it to a wide open guy. With that being said, like if the wide open guy is gonna be Marcus Smart taking a three every time, I'm praying those go in. Most yeah. of the time they don't. But like. Tatum's playmaking makes him so dangerous even when he can't really get it going scoring-wise. True, and because he's that much of a threat yeah. that people have to collapse on him and give him that respect yeah. and he can dish it off. And yes, Marcus Smart, I wouldn't consider him a good shooter, which kind of got, which kind of gets me, um, you know, a little a little sus about the whole, like, yeah. Marcus Smart taking threes and all. But if he can, he has been, some games he has been a good shooter, and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm honestly more, um, I'm really excited to see the, Deuce Tatum, Cannon Curry matchup, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, honestly, I think it's gonna be a great, a great and super fun. We'll definitely watch with the boys. Yep. Um, th- these games and it'll be it'll just be good basketball to watch. It's gonna be great basketball. Electric finals for sure. I I don't think the NBA could have asked for a better finals matchup. And like, I I don't want to hear anything about LeBron this entire yeah series. Like it's this is like his first no. Well, like, he's not in this playoffs. And yeah. that's usually a huge selling point for the NBA of, like, yeah. LeBron. And it's just like, no, this is, these are the guys that are next up. Like, Curry and, Curry's obviously, like, he's had his impact on the league for years now. But, like, with Jordan Poole, Kaminga, okay, for the Warriors. Like, these are young, young players that are really having their opportunity to step up. And, like, you already know about the Celtics. Like, this is, this is their time to really prove themselves. Yeah. Um. No, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, and like, it, yeah, exactly. It'll be it'll be good basketball. Um, and they're both good fan bases, you know. Yeah. Dub Nation, Celtics, and like this is huge for both of their uh, both teams, like kind of legacies almost. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Warriors, if they win, they're back dynasty. on top. Yep, they're back. They're back. Celtics, hey man, I feel like they were kind of like not a dark horse, but like they people. I don't think they were like contenders, but it's like, oh, are they gonna be able to do it? And yeah. they have their players on lock for, like, the next few years, and nothing really changes in terms of, like, their play. Like, they're just, like, overall, so- like, sound team. Yeah. So, I'm super excited. Do you know what 538 is? I do not. So, it's, a, like, this stats website. Yeah. And they do uh, predictions for uh, games for, like, all sports. And, like, looking at their basketball uh, predictions. So, like, after January, when the Celtics started really getting going, they had the Celtics with the highest percentage to yeah. win the NBA Finals. And I was tracking it. every After every game, I tracked it, and they stayed on top. With that being said, that their algorithm to like calculate that uh, is really heavily skewed by uh, defensive rating, which the Celtics have the best. But still, like... Hey man, defense wins championships. Honestly, yeah. And, yeah. like, that was no joke. And it's just so awesome to see that, like, uh, the Celtics really are fulfilling, like, those predictions. Even though, like, they were very early to be on the Celtics, you know? Like, not... No one was talking, like, literally till 
the Celtics won against the Bucks. That's when people started taking them seriously. And uh, also to your point, there is a there's a really big YouTuber, a basketball YouTuber. We both watch Jimmy High Roller. Shout out Jimmy High Roller. Yeah, <laughs> if he listens. But um, he predicted the Celtics winning the entire thing after like a lot of analysis, and everyone's like the Celtics. Like even me watching, I was like the Celtics. Like really, but it's kind of coming true. So I'm just honestly, yeah. I'm really excited. All right, so looking at the time, segueing to the last last kind of question to wrap this up. Um, so Caleb hasn't listened to the podcast. So I ask all guests this at the end of the podcast. All right, so um, in throughout your throughout your life, it can be this could literally be about anything you want. It could be about like school, um, basketball, and literally anything. What is the best thing that you have learned? And this can be something you learned when you were a kid, something you learned last night. What is the absolute best thing that you've learned that you would want people to know? Mm-hmm. I know, loaded question. People got, you got time to think. Yeah, so that, that is a loaded question. Um, as I'm like racking my brain, I was thinking of like maybe like some advice or like a lesson I learned that like I think has helped me be successful uh, as a college student or like where I am today, even though I'm nowhere. There's still so many years ahead of me and like, career-wise, life-wise, everything, but no. I'm just going to do a person-to-person, like, lesson I've learned mm-hmm. is, like, kind of going off the listening point. Um, I really, like, stand by that, but most importantly is, like, the ability for empathy and being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and really think about that, spend time in their shoes. Like, o- like obviously, this is just, like, a mental exercise, but when you do that, no matter, like, what the problem is, you really can see where someone's coming from in any uh, debate you have with them or any disagreement or agreement or anything. You can s- try to figure out where they're coming from. And that just makes makes them so much more human yes. and makes them yes. so much more relatable. And at the end of the day, you can't be mad at, yeah. r- at nearly anything someone does yeah. by just thinking like, oh, this person d- had this life experience. Maybe this happened to them yeah. when they were a little kid. Or this is the influences they had growing up. And you just really put yourselves in their shoes and, like, be empathetic. And, like, I think that is the key of, like, life, life, being a good person and, yeah. like, gaining I, the respect and trust of other people. And, like, I think if you just live live that out, which I'm, I try my best to, obviously it's, it's easier said than done, um, it, it will get you really far and, like, help you build and maintain, like, great lifelong connections yeah and i don't I, I don't think i could have said it better myself you know honestly like when people do um things i always ask myself like why mm-hmm. like yeah what what experiences do they have like just trying to really like you said humanize them yeah because that kind of puts everything into perspective and like kind of makes you like understand people's reasoning and that they're people you know they're people at the end of the day and that's kind of kind of an ongoing thing a lot of people say that in there as their like last like kind of life lesson but honestly that was that, that was great. This whole episode has been great. Yeah. Caleb, uh, thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this, um, is, this has been a great episode. Yeah. You know, I'll just take this time to, to plug my Instagram. Go for um, it. Go for it. Caleb Crames on Instagram. Uh, shout out. Uh, Ridge, thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure as always. Yeah. And go Celtics. All right. Um, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. All right, bye.